0: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line
1: without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue
0: bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com we're going to go back into cleveland now because it's throwback thursday And nothing is more central to the city of Cleveland right now than the Cleveland Browns. That isn't until they trade one of the greatest baseball players in the game today, but that's for another day. Right now, it's all about Baker Mayfield, OBJ, Freddie Kitchens, and where this organization goes from here. Remember, this was the team on the cover of Sports Illustrated. This was the team a lot of people thought were going to win the Super Bowl this season, because they had such a talent laden roster it being throwback Thursday and all. Let's go back to when the Cleveland Browns first signed Odell Beckham jr. Made that trade with the New York giants and excitement was through the roof in Cleveland. 92, three, the fan.
1: Yes, indeed. The impossible has become possible. Dustin Fox. Adam, here he is. Odell Beckham Jr. But is a Brown. The one move that we said would change this offseason that would take the Browns from a contender to a potential division winner, playoffs, playoffs, baby, playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. playoffs. They're the third favorite in the AFC, dude. Now, what we have seen. Odell and Baker work together. They've looked amazing together. I mean, they look like they've been together for a long, long time. I think right now, John Dorsey's the leading candidate to be the 2019 uh, Executive of the Year. This is the team to beat in the North, and will be. This is the chase. This is the team that's going to be chased now. This is the new Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not saying they're the Steelers, but this is the team where every year we go and say oh, Pittsburgh's going to win that division. This how I feel about Cleveland now. I, I, to me, it's almost like, okay, you got you have the three teams. Good luck on the chase. Cleveland is the heavy favorite. I don't know how you're going to defend them. I don't. If the Browns go 7-9, it's a disaster. Even if they go 8-8, eight eight, I kind of think it's a disaster. Baker was supposed to be this, you know, spoiled punk kid that, you know, can't uh, be mature enough to handle any type of responsibility. John Dorsey uh, doesn't know how to manage a salary cap and has no people skills. Uh, and Odell Beckham is this prima donna, whatever, you know what I mean? Brr. Malcontent, pain in the backside. And and it's been the exact opposite. Now- These are the guys we're going to battle with, whether it's the 53-man roster or the practice squad. And it's exciting because now it really feels real. And then you get through the preparation. You've had your mind on this opening opponent, you know, since the schedule came out. But then there's an anxiousness. Once you got the hay in the barn, so to speak, there's an anxiousness
2: because you're wondering, okay, how good are we really? 92-3
0: the fan in Cleveland. Listen to them anytime on the radio.com app. The excitement was palpable. People were jacked for OBJ, one of the top five receivers in this game, coming to the Cleveland Browns who already had weapons around this offense. Ross, what could have gone wrong?
2: Well, and in fairness, you know, those hosts, those fans, those callers, they deserve to be excited. Odell Beckham Jr. is a tremendously talented player, an exciting player. You know, they're looking at a Browns team that was 7-9, and nine, and Baker Mayfield hadn't even started the first few games last year. And several of those games had been with Hugh Jackson. And I think they thought, man, you get all that, and now we add a guy like Odell Beckham Jr., we're going to be rolling. And I don't really blame him for it, but what could go wrong is you could have a head coach that seems like a good-natured guy, but he's in over his head. You could have a quarterback who endures a sophomore slump and also continues to talk about things he just doesn't know what he's talking about. Thinks he's knowledgeable about things he's not. And you could have an oft-injured, oft-unhappy wide receiver become, wait for it, injured and unhappy like Odell Beckham Jr.
0: Yes, and that has been the story for Odell Beckham Jr. And now here we are with the latest reports out of Cleveland that in the month of October he was telling teams, opposing teams and coaches to, quote, Come get me. There's this great video out there. If you haven't seen it, check out the Twitter feed NFL memes in which Odell Beckham Jr. is talking to Jimmy Garoppolo, the Niners quarterback with his hand over his mouth. And that's what draw so much suspicion to this video. It sure looks like the perfect situation. It was in the month of October when OBJ may have been telling Jimmy Garoppolo to come get me, get me out of here, man. So let's get to the TBT part of this. We heard then what does it sound like now on 92, three, the fan in Cleveland.
1: If if they'd come to the season and we expected them to be a six-win team and lo and behold here they are at six and seven with a chance to get to seven and nine or eight and eight we'd all sure. be thrilled. Sure. Yeah. Everybody had higher expectations. I, Deservedly so. And I think well I but I think that I think there's something we missed. Yes, it is the most talented team in Cleveland since they've come back, bar none. Probably the most talented team they've had since '94. But culture isn't built overnight. No. And I don't know if Freddie can build it at all. Yeah. I don't know. We'll
0: see. You can't. You can't wear a Pittsburgh started it shirt, <laughs> and then and then that's like ten days after being like, "Hey, we
1: know what we did wrong here." That's yeah, right. just, You can't, Freddie. God love you. If the Browns are going to move on from Freddie Kitchens as a head coach, they're going to know who their head coach is before the last, before the final whistles ended in the last game. They're not going to put themselves in the position where they do a, a drawn out coaching search like they did the last time. Uh, Dorsey's not stupid. He's uh, going to sort of work behind the scenes, make sure he gets his man, and more importantly, may negotiate his own spot in the organization or retain his power. It's taxing on on everybody, but the constant, do you realize that we don't get to enjoy a victory because it's always something else?
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it,
1: it really yeah. And I'm not blaming that on the fans. I mean, it's always something else that, oh, we won a game, and we're so focused on, you know, Baker this year, has been media, he's been the doc, team doctor, he's been the general manager, he's been the wing, I mean, it's just a constant barrage, and I'm not just saying him, everybody, which tells me, who's in control, man, I, really, I, I don't know Freddie well, I, I'm just trying to figure out who is in control of the football team, where enough of the talk, man, enough of the distraction talk. So it's almost like the distractions.
0: Let's talk about all this other stuff to take away from the fact that we're not a real good football team. But 92-3, into- the fan in Cleveland. It's the quintessential Cleveland story. You have to feel bad for them. It did feel like this organization was headed in the right direction, and now even when they do win, it still feels like a loss. But I think it's good news that Odell Beckham Jr., has told teams, players, coaches, whomever it is to come get me, look, he still has generational talent. It clearly doesn't work there. It clearly doesn't work with Baker Mayfield. Jarvis Landry is the type of wide receiver he works well with. Now they've got David Njoku back healthy. He likes to look his way. Remember Baker Mayfield, before OBJ came to town, broke the all-time NFL rookie record for passing touchdowns and threw no more than four To anybody, that's clearly the type of quarterback Baker Mayfield needs to be. They need to trade Odell Beckham Jr. I guarantee you Philadelphia and the Patriots, if they want Tom Brady to stay, will come knocking, Ross.
2: Yeah, so a couple thoughts here. Number one, I'm not ready to bury Odell in Cleveland yet. I'm not ready to say it hasn't and doesn't work when he's been dealing with a sports hernia the entire season. I mean, he's still going to catch over 60 balls for over 1,000 yards, and that's doing it the entire season without really, I'm guessing, ever being able to practice because of this sports hernia, which I had my senior year. Um, It's a real pain. And I actually, literally, and I actually applaud him for fighting through it and playing all year. You know, the Eagles only got one game out of Deshaun Jackson with a similar injury. You know, a core muscle, sports hernia injury that needs surgery. And maybe Odell Beckham Jr. hasn't been exactly what they were hoping for, but he's delivered a lot more this year to the Browns than Deshaun Jackson had to the Philadelphia Eagles. So I think on some level, you know, Odell deserves some credit for that. And I'm curious about two things. Really curious, Dave. Number one, you know, they gave up a decent amount to get Odell Beckham Jr. Are they really willing to move on after just one injury-plugged year and decide that it doesn't work? Or do they want to give it a second year? And if they did and were willing to move on, I'd be really curious to see what the market would be like for Odell. I'd like to think he'd still have a pretty good market. He's only 27 years old. Very talented. But Dave, he's always hurt. And he's always unhappy. And he makes a lot of money. So, I... It doesn't smell to me like a Patriots move with the money Odell's making. And I'm not even sure it smells like an Eagles move with the money Odell's making. This will be a tricky situation for the Browns.
0: Now, I'd agree with you. It does not sound like a Patriots type of move, Uh, although they did make that one move late. For Randy Moss, they gave up virtually nothing to do it. They almost never go for a high-profile wide receiver, let alone a high-paid one. I just believe there is only one way to keep Tom Brady in New England. Now, the X factor is we don't deep down know if Bill Belichick wants to keep Tom Brady around at his salary next season. That's really the great mystery. His dad even weighed in on that a couple of weeks back saying he's not sure what Bill Belichick wants in the end. I just think there's only one way to keep Tom Brady in new England. If that's their desired goal. And that's to bring a high profile wide receiver to town. I just
2: can't see who else that is. Yeah. All right. So Dave, you think that Tom Brady wants to play somewhere else next year? I
0: think he is probably going to call it a career other than staying in New England. And I think the only way he stays in New England is with the high-profile wide receiver. He doesn't look like he's loving it right now. Just doesn't look like he's has that same thrill to play the game
2: that we're used to. I agree. So let's play a game, okay? Yeah. Okay. Percentage chance that Tom Brady plays for the Patriots, Tom Brady plays for somebody else, and Tom Brady retires. Okay, I think there is a... Uh, Well, I, I
0: would say I think the likelihood, I can't put an exact number. I think if I were to bet, number one option, he retires. Number two option, he stays in New England. They give him some receiving help. And number three is he goes to play somewhere else. I just can't find the location. I just can't find the right situation for Tom Brady to go play next season. What's your rank?
2: Um well, I don't know why you didn't want to play along with the percentage thing, but I'm well, going to do the percentage I, explain thing. Explain what you
0: mean by the percentage. I, I guess I don't know what you mean by percentage that he does something. So explain and I'll, okay. and I'll weigh in.
2: All right. So I think there's like a 5 to 10% chance he plays for another team next year. I would say I think it's – other than that, the other two options I think are pretty even. So I'll say 5% chance – He plays for another team. I'll say 50% chance he plays for the Patriots. 45% chance he retires. That would be my guess. 45
0: chance. Okay. And, And can you find one situation that you think he could play in next season? I heard my Denver Broncos mentioned. I think that largely depends on Drew Locke. So I don't think that's an option. I think if you're Tom, you want somewhere you're comfortable living someone that has a chance to win a Super Bowl, that has a talented roster, and a coach you like. And I just can't put all those pieces together. There were some rumors about the Tennessee Titans, but given the success of of Ryan Tannehill right now, who's playing like a top-five quarterback, is clearly playing better football than Tom Brady. Rule that out. Rule San Francisco out. Jimmy Garoppolo has looked good enough. I can't find one situation that seems to have all the things he'd be looking for.
2: Well, and because of everything you just said right there, and I think Tom's smart enough to know his legacy, smart enough to know how long he's played football. I don't think he really wants to play elsewhere. I I really don't. That, that would surprise me. Now, look, I think Tom Brady's fantastic. And there's the age old argument, Brady Belichick, who's more important? I would love if Brady went somewhere else and had a terrific year and maybe even won the Super Bowl or, or had a lot of success. I just don't see that situation happening because anywhere where they're really good, they already have a quarterback. You know, so I just I don't see a spot either, Dave. I'm with you. And I think ultimately it comes down to how Belichick feels about Jared Stidham. I think how Belichick yeah. feels about the backup quarterback in New England, whether or not he thinks he'll be ready next year. I think that's, that's, that's a big part of this. Well, let me ask you this. Where's Josh McDaniels next year? Cause, cause I don't know.
0: I mean, does he convince another team that what happened with the Colts is never going to happen again, and that next opportunity he's ready to jump in? So let, let me just lay out something out there. So David, David Tepper, billionaire, owner of the Carolina Panthers, what if he wants to go get Josh McDaniel? What if he wants to unload a truck of money and gets a commitment from him to go uh, coach Christian McCaffrey? Then could you see a situation like that intriguing, Tommy?
2: Well, I do think McDaniels wants the head coaching job and wants to leave. And I do think McDaniels probably does leave this offseason if he can get another team to hire him. Maybe it's the New York Giants. Maybe it's the Carolina Panthers. Those are certain, Maybe it's the Dallas Cowboys. Those are all options. The only one of those options where I could see Brady going is Carolina and I still don't, I still don't see that happening. I, I, I just, yeah. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but I'm trying to. T- <laughs> I told you it was five percent, so I don't, I don't think it's happening. I think he would retire before doing anything like that.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to talk myself into Tom Brady and a Carolina Jersey, and I just can't do it. And I look at the other organizations that will be in need of a quarterback, and the coaching situation's got to be right, the receiver situation's got to right. Come on, Bill, just go get Odell Beckham Jr. Give me some intrigue next season. We're not sure if it'd work, but it sure as hell would be fun. We'd love to see it. Hi, everyone, this is Dave Briggs. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day exclusively on the radio.com app or on the web at radio.com slash home.